Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly. On a big party show on Channel 94.1. Well, while we're experiencing weird fog and rainy conditions here, western Nebraska is uh, facing a dangerous storm. The governor has actually issued an emergency declaration to free up state agencies to quickly help out as what they're expecting to be nearly a foot of snow falling out in western Nebraska, but with the winds expected to be anywhere from 50 to 60 mile an hour gusts, uh, could be drifts up to several feet high. They're calling it a bomb cyclone, and it's threatening not only western Nebraska, but uh, the whole region. So Wyoming, yeah. South Dakota, Colorado, Colorado. Yeah. could be interesting to see. They're you know, saying travel would be hazardous. A bunch of uh, flights have already been canceled. Power outages will be possible. So, man, what a year of that way, weather! I know, so very strange. Uh, and flights that have been canceled, uh, not in other countries, but not here, is uh, all and based on the Boeing 737 Max 8. The Secretary of Transportation is flying on that Boeing plane as calls grow to ground those aircraft. Governments around the world are grounding the MAX 8 after one crash in Ethiopia Sunday, killing 157 people on board. And then there was previously another deadly crash back in November on Lion Air. So this was the second deadly crash of a Boeing 737 MAX 8 in less than five months. Secretary of Transportation is resisting calls to order the planes grounded and flew one yesterday from Austin to Washington, D.C., and uh, she said that the department will take action if it's determined that they're not safe to fly. But some pilots are reporting that they were concerned about the safety of these aircrafts for months. And flight attendants, their union, is worried about the uh, the aircraft, saying that the plane is being grounded around the world. And they're calling on you know the fact that maybe we should take a better look at it here. The I wonder black if, boxes. if both are true. So there might be software issues with this airplane, but that the FAA knows something that the rest of us don't about this specific plane crash that they're right. able to rule it out. Yeah. Because the people on the ground were saying the thing was smoking and making weird noises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, didn't you say some stuff was coming out of it, the back tail? That's what or witnesses so. were saying. Okay. Papers yeah. and creepy. things, which, you know, now witnesses on the ground could be inaccurate, but... It just seems like the whole world is going along with the rumor, and the FAA is like seems to be like okay. they know something. Yeah. yeah. Well, the black yeah. boxes have been recovered, and now there is uh, there's a conversation that the head of Ethiopian Airlines might send the black boxes to Europe to be analyzed instead of the U.S. Now, they're claiming that the decision is made in an interest of speed, but, I mean, obviously in this day and age, you're like, really, is it that hard to get them to the U.S. as quickly as you would to maybe Europe? And some are wondering if it has to do with the fact that we're not grounding these aircrafts. Other people are. I mean, you flew Sunday. Were you nervous? Did you even think about it when you flew back? 
No. I mean, but I was on one of those small regional planes where it's, you know, it's you basically little. have to step outside to change your mind. I mean, it's just so tightly cramped. But uh, the kids were watching the news last night. We're flying to California in a couple weeks, and they were like, is that the plane we're flying on? I was like, no. Oh, that's a bummer. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, but because they were seeing. a cartoon on or something? Did they want to watch the news? They They like to watch the news. Yeah. Yeah, well, they watch I, the news. I morbidly sometimes feel like it's almost safer after an incident because I feel like people are paying attention. Probably. Exactly. So no, that's I mean, just the little game I play with myself <laughs> in my head. So, obviously, I would hope in a couple of weeks they will have made a decision one way or the other, and either those planes will be grounded or all business as usual. After a successful trial run, Dick's Sporting Goods is pulling guns from 125 of its stores. They experimented with removing uh, guns from 10 stores, replaced them with batting cages, ski apparel, other sports gear, and they started moving away from gun sales after that deadly school shooting in Parkland, Florida last year. So what do they still sell? I remember when Dick's pulled out hockey sticks. Wasn't a good sign. Like, really? You're not going to sell hockey gear anymore? That's when they lost me. Jeff, I went up to uh, up to to Dick's on the second floor where they have all the golf stuff. They had moved everything around and put a giant Lego um, area for people to buy Legos now. I mean, it's just like, a giant hey. chain, so hey. I guess they listen to their... Mm-hmm. I just always thought it was dumb. I'm like, so you don't sell hockey sticks. I guess they know their market. But if you go up on the top floor, an entire wall of ocean kayaks. Really? Uh. How many of those do you sell? Uh. Dick's Sporting Goods. I hope you go out of business now. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Get those hockey sticks. You can't back even in get there. on that rock wall anymore. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. The wall. Yeah. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek is back at work after revealing his stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis. Taping of the game show picked up yesterday, almost a week after Trebek shared uh, the news. He said that he would keep working and joked that he had to survive because he still has three more years left on his contract. Public schools in New York City are going to be meat-free once a week starting this fall. New York City's mayor, Bill de Blasio, announced meatless Mondays with schools offering exclusive vegetarian options for breakfast and lunch. Students will still be welcome to pack their own lunches that contain meat, but they're cutting down on meat. They're saying it will improve New Yorkers' health and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. So I guess Meatless Mondays go into effect next school year. So they're have forcing you guys, it on them, huh? Yeah. I've had friends that have done Meatless Mondays, yeah. but I've never, I, I can't imagine it being able to pull it off in my house without my husband raising an eyebrow. They're telling him to pack his own lunch. <laughs> What's the motivation? Health. The idea is, is that, I mean, it's just a vegetarian option, healthier option, but some people, you know, have made the argument that the greenhouse emissions from raising cattle, raising livestock, oh uh, my the, God. the carbon footprint. I know. I'm with you. But And you're you making know. such a dent. Thank you, God. Johnson family, for saving the ozone layer. The lack of meat farts that you're eating <laughs> really made a dent. I'm sorry. I guess that's probably too it's cynical. Not the meat but farts, but yes. Another meatless Monday. Meatless Monday. So does, uh, is that followed by Taco Tuesday? I hope That's so. what I'm curious about. Taco Tuesday. I heard about Meatball Monday. I thought that was a cool idea. Somebody right. had floated that when they found out that we do Taco Tuesday. I did right. Taco Monday last night. Ooh. Ooh. Taco Monday. Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. No, I did Taco Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, that's official. I did Taco Monday and I did Taco Tuesday. I okay. went back-to-back tacos. 
We meat were loaf. joining you. We meat did Taco Tuesday. Monday. You can do Meatloaf Monday. We can do Meatloaf Monday. Yeah. I like the idea of Meatball Monday because you can have so much fun with different flavors of meatballs. Like you can, have you seen like the Asian meatballs or you can have like the Caribbean flit style meatballs or it doesn't always have to be straight up like spaghetti meatball. and meatball meatballs. Just thinking about it because meatballs are like one of the few meats that I can get the kids to eat. No, Wall Street Journal is reporting burned out smartphone users are starting to scoop up second dumb phones to escape uh, the the uh, the smartphone basically the the smartphone struggle. They're saying that people are keeping their smartphones, but that they will also get themselves, you know, just one of those flip phones as a burner. Uh huh. To have on weekends, uh, give more quality time. Some people, uh, you know, say I only use my smartphone to maybe upload stuff, but otherwise I just keep my dumb phone on me to make phone calls or get text messages or voicemails. So the idea is is that you wouldn't completely get rid of your smartphone. You still need it for certain things, but that to in order to curb maybe your smartphone addiction, you get this other second phone. What does it do right. that your smartphone? It I mean, does why would nothing. you need your smartphone to be dumb? No, well, on account of the fact that instead of going down the rabbit hole of, like, going on all your apps, doing all the things that people do, like, oh, I'm checking out Facebook or I'm playing, you know, Candy Crush or doing whatever. If you have a dumb phone, a flip phone that only can dial and take text messages and make phone calls, it takes away that. I think they're already saying there's an app where you could just hit dumb phone mode. Really? On your smartphone. Oh, that could be interesting. I mean, a lot of this is still you can... Is just what? You live in a car. Personal will, willpower. Yes. Willpower. It's like, gosh. But okay. Yeah. So uh, there is something to be said for that feeling of awe. Now, whether that is marveling at, you know, the vastness of space, like the supermoon, maybe you're standing on the rim of the Grand Canyon, or yeah, maybe. We, are we talking about awe or awe like we talking about puppies or mount rushmore no mount rushmore like oh like oh like wow what wow like how you're kind of like realigning your view of yourself in the bigger picture the idea that it could even be something as simple as like watching a stranger do something kind for somebody that they don't know and you just are kind of like wow that reaffirms my belief in human nature like humans uh, psychologists say that the emotion of awe can play an important role in boosting happiness, health, and our social interactions. It might have actually long played a role in how and why humans get along and ultimately cooperate with one another because it gives you an idea of like you're a part of something bigger. The idea that, you know, it's not an isolating feeling usually. Like awe is like, wow, I'm a part of that. Like I live on this planet that's got these amazing things whether they're people or experiences or 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 places i don't know i mean i think there's something to it uh, you you see something really magical and and it kind of like gives you uh, a moment to recollect yourself yeah i think so i mean i, I don't you know i don't i think i'd look at the grand canyon and go <laughs> whatever i think that all moment is is yeah is a moment Definitely i'm having a moment, a moment. i know just a moment <laughs> I just thought it was maybe to push ourselves. We spend so much time probably in the daily grind. You know, you get up, you get ready, you get in your car, you drive to point A to point B. You do. I mean, but sometimes, yeah, even something as simple as like seeing a particularly moving sunset and it can take you out of your day and kind of re refresh you into like, oh, wow. Yeah. 
whew, get my head up and look around me. That's oh. when they tell you to change your route on the way to work or the way home, but nobody does it. No. I just don't think anybody does it because you're, you just don't. On autopilot? I think in time. I mean, no one, you, you, you're in a hurry to get to A to B, but that's supposed to be the theory that if you planned ahead the time you take a different route to work you get out of your grooves slows down time too opens that window yeah to yeah. look around oh my god there's a whole world out there but wouldn't you say green. that part of the, one of the things that you look for when let's say you're planning a getaway or a destination vacation isn't one of the things usually seeing something or experiencing something that you don't in everyday life, whether that, I mean, I know for you, Party, like you guys do so many cool hiking trips, nature trips. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I, I wonder if awe is an underlying thing that you don't think about, like, but that's part of one of the things that draws you to the wherever you're going. Factor. The motivating factor is yeah. like the awe of it. You wouldn't put that on your list. You wouldn't maybe call it out and recognize that in yourself. But, you know, like, Jeff, when you go on those big fishing deals like to be out in the water or go scuba diving and see other things like how could you not just be well, like well wow. the sad reality is sometimes people stand in a quote unquote awe moment and they don't feel it cuz you know you you They're can broken. get guilty <laughs> no people can be fighting or in a relationship or whatever or yeah. you're not yes. you're you're not you're stuck in your own head mhm you're I mean, like sending yourself to the beach doesn't necessarily mean you stand there on the beach and go <laughs> oh. You know, you're on your phone. It's the reason why the dumb dumb phone story uh, of earlier. There was just a headline yesterday about how single traveling is through the roof right now. Mm-hmm. It made me think of the Ireland trip because it's the only way for a lot of people to get out of their own head. Yeah. Because if you're with your mate or your mm-hmm. friends or the usual people, you know they want you're to still in your groove. It's you still just what I do now there. And that the only way to hit, re- you know, to purely be open to it is... For some people to solo travel, I don't know if that's accurate. Well, I don't. I think solo travel is fantastic. It, it's like uh, I tried to get out uh, of my own head in Ireland to think, okay, every day, like just it's wide open, dude. You wake up and you would think a schedule, and you're and there's the natural stress that goes with travel, mm-hmm. and like I'm alone, I'm on my own, I, you I know, whatever what safety, and I kept hitting a mental reset of like, dude. You're on vacation. Do whatever you want to do today. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do in the next hour. Eat whatever you want to eat. Drink what you whatever you want to eat. Sleep in. Yeah. But that does. It's not. That's not normal. I think we're all kind of set in our. It takes a way. while to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but it takes a while. You know. It, it really does. Um. But yeah. Oh. Oh. I mean, I think everyone should plan their trips around it if you can. But yeah, if you. I mean, I guess it depends on who you're with and what you're doing. Uh, for How about a part. hooker? That's when I. That's how I plan my trips. I gotta make sure there's a hooker, like and, honey, and some hiking. How close are we to one of those borderline edgy massage parlors? You know that that's one of my awe moments. I'm gonna be all stressed out. <laughs> this is a big party morning show. Channel 94.1. So uh, I don't know what your guys' normal listening area is. I live in Elkhorn, and I listen to you guys every morning but uh i left uh elkhorn this morning got up around 5 30 and left and i am now about 15 minutes outside of des moines and you guys are still coming in loud and clear oh well, i don't know if it's the fog yeah it could yeah be. you know like cloud the cloud effect sometimes causes things to bounce yeah. longer. which is amazing but the other thing too is uh so that crazy fog uh, i i drove from elkhorn this morning to uh des moines and it's like that the entire way. It's like that everywhere. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty bad. 
I've never seen so many trucks or 18-wheelers just pulled off on the side of the road in my life. Well, that's good. I, yeah, because they, they probably don't want to come up on anything uh, anyway. So that's good to hear that, you know, people are out there safe on the interstate at least. Because, yeah, like you said, the visibility, it's not very oh. far at all. And it hasn't gotten any better. That's the other thing. This morning when I pulled out of the driveway, I mean, you can probably see about 50 feet ahead of you. And after that, you're just looking for the light. Okay. So, where where are you off to do? What are you doing? Uh, it's just a work. work. But, uh, yeah, I'm pulling into Des Moines here in a little bit, probably 20 minutes. And, uh, yeah, it's the exact same weather, and you guys are coming in loud and clear. He's so I thought that was 20 minutes cool. out of Des Moines and is still and hearing still, us loud and clear. Nuts. Well, they say fog effects. I think it's called propagation. Okay. So that's interesting. It just stays. So to the people who don't normally hear the show, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys would think that's kind of cool because I, I thought that would be All right. What are you doing in Des Moines? What's happening in Des Moines? Oh, job interview. Oh, what's the job? We're just curious what you do. Uh, for sale. Okay. okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good Thank luck you, too. All right, yeah. man. Uh, take care and drive safe, okay? All right. right. Who's on line two? Oh, it's our old buddy Spencer. Mr. Spencer Murdoch. What's up, bud? How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Bassett's. I drove five blocks. It hasn't changed at all either. Oh, it's not going to. I'm not going for a job interview. It's Bassett's (laughs) finest, Spencer Murdoch. What's going on, Spencer? I, I have decided to treat myself on my 40th birthday to a trip to the DMV. Wow. wow. You, you really know how to pamper yourself. My Lord. I know. So I realized when I got on the plane yesterday, the lady said um, she didn't notice my birthday. She noticed the fact that my driver's license is expiring the next day. Okay. So Spencer's an Army recruiter. Where's home? Where are you flying in from? I'm no longer an Army recruiter. We See, we got to catch I, up. So Spencer's in town for his 40th birthday party. Can I blow all that up? He's going to be 40. He's yeah. going to be an old man. Welcome. Welcome to the 40s. What are you doing now, Spence? Uh, I am uh, the Brigade S1 for a, a theater brigade aviation unit. Okay. So you're All still right, in there. He's still, still doing military recruiting. The famous <laughs> thing was years ago. It's not military recruiting. I'm the S1. I'm so basically I'm the human resource officer. Okay. It All sounds right. military. <laughs> you said S1. You're speaking in codes. Um, when Spencer was in the Iraq War, him and his brother fought in Iraq. So, like, when we went in, this this is the second Iraq War. What year was that? 2003 to four. Three to four. So, Spencer and his brother are over there in, like, Scud Central. The war starts. The war starts. Everybody's afraid. Scuds are going off. We're going to go get Saddam Hussein. Spencer calls the radio station. I'm working in Lincoln. And I, I just put him right on the air. Oh, really? Wow. He's saying hi to everybody, saying that he's okay on the radio. Yeah. Everything's great. We have fun. Everybody's all like, America. His mom calls the radio station and is like, um, I'm Spencer's mom. He hasn't called us. Spencer. <laughs> oh, my Spencer! gosh. We've, we're worried. You remember that, Spencer? God bless your mom's soul. Remember this? You called us first. I had to tell your loving mother that he's okay. Spencer's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is where the embellishment comes in. This I is called- accurate. I'm putting guys in Spencer's unit on the phone. I'm like, hey, man, on the air, say hi to your family. Uh, I called. No one picked up. So I only had so much time. And I figured, why not call Jeff? Because, you know, 
I thought it was great. Everywhere. You remember? Uh, I put you on the air. I mean, God bless we had a radio station where the boss, that I guess, wasn't listening. But <laughs> Like now? <laughs> <laughs> you remember? And who else did we put? We had somebody else in your couple other guys in the uh, unit. Oh, you, had, you, you let some other dude call in, and I barely even knew him. And you put him on the air. It was awkward. I didn't talk to that guy in like 10 years. <laughs> oh, jeez. Spencer. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's just letting everybody like, knew my name. He's like, yeah, how do you know him? Well, we were in kindergarten. I mean, seriously, it was bad. Oh, those I'm were, surprised we didn't get fired from the radio station. Those were good times. We went down to Fort Riley before Spencer got sent out. I don't know what gal you were dating back then. But how many going away parties did we have for you, Spencer? Oh, jeez. Do I like I don't, more than I needed. It was terrible. Spencer. But it worked so good. We'd be like, Spencer yeah. is going to get sent off to Iraq, y'all. We so have yeah, to have yeah. a going away party. Jeff melted, Jeff melted for everything he could. <laughs> if I could put a microphone in Jeff's hand, they would do it, and he would run with it. Oh, and yes. I was sitting in the corner just trying to stay sober. <laughs> trying, yeah. Me right. and Spencer have a Scott Frost story, too. What is it? I want to hear Remember it. down in K-State, where we're, uh, and Frost came into the bar? Oh, and we were kind of feeding on the same table of, of gals. Hey, um, line three is your boss saying uh, we don't need to reminisce. <laughs> oh. Well, happy I birthday, Spencer. I called to say hi to Molly. Hey. I don't talk to her at all. all right. I always like reading her article. So. Hey, happy birthday, oh, Spencer. Thank you. Happy thank birthday, Real man. quick, what's your birthday festivities, if you want to put that out there? Or do you want to keep that? What, what are you doing um, for the birthday? I'm, I'm going to the DMV. I'm actually sitting out here, and then I'm going to go to the gym Um and then I thought about taking a box of snowballs and throwing it at um, certain people. Okay. Oh. We'll see it. That's stages. a very productive way to spend your see birthday. See here. A little bit. I haven't seen snow in 18 months, so I figured why not help get rid of it. Hey, Spence, I have a side question here. Are, are you dating anyone? Are you single? What's going on? Yes, I am dating someone. Right. Oh, you are? Okay. I was going to say, is she listening? Is she listening? She could be. Oh, I mean, see, this is why he's... Oh, yeah. This is right. It's all zipped up. Everything's all zipped up. She's like, your stories on the radio don't match what you've told me. <laughs> I was thinking, hey, we could put Spence on The Bachelor. I think he'd fit oh, perfectly. Dear Lord. We yeah. tried this before, like, 15 years ago. Oh, did you? Out, okay, so all right. Hey, Spence, we got a roll, man. Happy birthday. Good to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Right. Take care. All right, see you, Spence. Mr. Spencer Murdoch. Yeah, I like that guy. Bassett. Smell the celebrity garbage. Uh, last night was the finale of The Bachelor by Colton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we won't For miss now. you. Yeah. Uh, but the new Bachelorette was unveiled, and it is uh, Hannah B. So everybody had sort of been thinking that it was going to be her. Last night it became official, and she already handed out her first rose to uh, a gentleman named Cam who performed a rap for her, which is the most disturbing sounding. It's sort of 80s throwback, you know, yeah. the real mm -hmm. kind of simple rap. Here's rap, the rap right here. Rap, rap. When they said it was you, it was a pleasant surprise. Now I'm staring here, looking straight in the eyes. All the other dudes got me feeling so fresh, so I say all aboard Hot Mess Express. Oh! Now they had, that Colton and Cassie were on the ABC morning show today, so they're clearly... Trotting them out as if it's real. Yes, and the river gonna do give it one more try. Every question: <laughs> Have you done it yet? You're still a virgin. So gross. It's like I'm not saying anything. Season 15 of The Bachelorette. 15. I mean, that's just really 
a lot of a lot of Bachelorettes. Uh, it premieres Monday, May thirteenth. Now, party, you watched it last night. Uh, Why was Air Supply the house band? Did they ever explain it? People no. were tweeting about that, saying, "What's up with the what Air Supply? Air Supply is what your parents listened to while they vacuumed." Yeah. If you were being punished. The sweet Wileen and I sat there and laughed out loud because they ended the show and Chris Harrison goes, now air supply. And these old guys are jamming out. There was uh, no explanation? No, no. And I, I guess it's because they sing a lot of love songs like, I'm, I'm a lot of love. love. Yeah, that's so what they sing. Ouch. You know, you got it right here. Yeah, and it sounded exactly like this. I mean, oh my God, they're much older. Oh, I love them. I had I mean, this isn't album. It, isn't no it been sent, sent up in the movie The Hangover? So the guy good. sings it at the wedding, a dirty yeah. version of... Uh-huh. It was strange. I, I don't know why they did that. And then they trotted out the... Uh, um, see, now I'm all confused on when uh, Hannah came out. But that was weird, too. But the whole thing was weird. The power of oh. the air supply. Here we yeah. go. Here it comes. Oh. I'm all love. I'm so lost without Fitting music for that Colton guy, that half, oh. that half man that is Colton. <laughs> half man, we are so mean. But I was waiting for him to cry so all night long. I'm like, come on, do it for me. Cry. cry. The show was awful. It was, it was pretty bad last night, and I sat through it. Um, <laughs> we mu- we muscled through. It? Thank God for basketball, Jeff, because I'd go back and forth. So well, it's kind of nice. I'm like, all right. You were quite emasculated oh. after the UNO loss. Oh, jeez. I know that was painful, too. Did you pee sitting down? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. But I always do. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well. We were so well, sometimes it's just out of being lazy. It's easy to text. I got two hands on the, on the phone. So I just shoot you guys text, mostly Molly. Um, so glad to know that. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> I figured you would appreciate Less that. Less than a well, while you're saying hello to a new season of The Bachelorette, you're saying goodbye to the long run of The Big Bang Theory. One of CBS's hit sitcoms is uh, final episode is set for May 16th. So it's goodbye to the whole crew. I have managed to go however many seasons it's been on and not seen in one episode of The Big Bang Theory. It's pretty good. And it's already just crushing it in syndication. Yeah. That's always the crazy thing is when something's on television currently, like on live TV now, but is still in syndication. Like Blackish is like that. Blackish is on ABC, but you can watch back to back episodes of it on other. It's just very confusing. Cause I'm like, am I watching real stuff? You know, I, uh, I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith is going to, uh, they unveiled the new Aladdin f- live movie full length trailer. So yeah, he's in it. Better look. It's yeah, already he's done. Weirds me a out. Lot. He's the genie. Yes, but you get to see him not blue. So he's partly, you know, I mean, the genie was blue when uh, it and and part of that was that you get to see him just not as regular blue. Will Smith, like yeah, when he's undercover playing, you know, Aladdin's best friend, and obviously you can't walk around and be a blue genie and still fool people. I don't know if I. So I he's mean, both blue genie and not blue genie. Exactly. So you get to see him as the blue genie comes out of the bo- um, uh, comes out of the lamp, and then you get to see him in other scenes. He's the Robin and, Williams character. Yes. How can you? Uh, that's a tough. That's those are tough uh, shoes to fill. Blue um, genie. Little blue genie. Who is playing the role of the bird? 
Remember him? <laughs> yeah. They should get him back because it's going to be a voiceover part. It's not like you're going to have a real person be a bird. Uh, we also got to see a little snippet of their duet, A Whole New World. God, I forgot how just uh-huh. neutering that song is for... I can show you the world. <laughs> Funny side story about that. The guy who voiced that in the original Aladdin was uh, at, was at college with me, and he had a rock band. What and was the rock band? Do you remember I can't remember the name of it. They played at the Red Lion down in Greenwich Village, and we all went to see him. And it was just, it was it was brutal because he had just gotten done being in the Oscars. You know how it was nominated for best, you know, the song was nominated for best song, and they had him on a magic carpet dressed up like Aladdin oh, wow. with the girl. And, I mean, I mean, talk about losing so much street cred. And here he is playing, you know, he's jamming out, lead singer of this rock band down in Greenwich Village. And we're all like... Sing a whole new world. I know, but in the long run, oh, I'm sure that much. had more, you know, yes. cachet than his stupid punk band. No, but it's just, it's hard to keep a straight face when everybody just saw you so riding he, on a magic carpet. So he actually played Aladdin or he was the, the just the singer? He was the singer. The voice was somebody else. And then he was, the, he voiced okay. the songs. And so right. that's when it got nominated. They had him on because that would be him. Right. And it was it was hysterical. We're all watching. We're like, oh my god! Was it Brad Kane? <laughs> Is that his name? You don't even know I his name? Remember. No, it was just a long time ago, man. All right. Omaha's number one hit music station. Station Channel ninety four one. Wake up. Waking up laughing every morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is the Big Party Morning Show.